Hello, my name is Brianna. And my name is Simone. We are All Girls Considered, and a podcast that is dedicated to empowering females all over the world. Today we're going to be interviewing Gail Riem, a graduate from the Texas State Active Program for Women CEO and a founding member of the United Way Capital Area Leadership Council for Financial Stability. Gail brings 30 years of experience in small businesses, business coaching, and public speaking. Why do you want to help kids start with working with money and to learn how to create a business? Well, I got started in this crazy business when my daughter was your age younger than you, actually, and she was curious about money. And I realized I didn't really have the language or an understanding of what she needed to know. I knew adult concepts. I could talk about 401ks and investing in various Mm -hmm. stocks, but she was probably 9 or 10 even, and she just wanted to know the basic question is, why isn't everything free? And I couldn't answer that question with the information I had. So I went on a journey to explore it with her, and we did a lot of reading and research and talking about what is money and how it's exchanged and how value gets created and we just got really excited about that and we want, she wanted to share it and so she started a club at her school and we started talking to kids about money and learning how to use money to make more money and it kind of went from there and then we formed a camp where kids could start a business because really why do we have money it's so we can do business right mm-hmm. so learning yeah. learning about money through the business experience is really valuable and then shortly into the Growth of that, uh, the big recession in 2008 hit. Well, it was all about money, wasn't it? A lot of people were losing their jobs and people were really in danger financially. And I kind of looked around and went, you know, there's a lot of adults that don't understand this either. And how are they going to teach their kids? You know, they've gotten themselves to where they're so in debt that if they lose their job, they're going to go down, right? So we really started looking at what is the cultural context for our experience of money and how we use it in this in the world to create financial stability. And so that year we were doing several camps and our business tripled that year. We had such a demand because parents were really interested in bringing their kids in and doing the camp to help them learn about money. So we figured out how to make, do more and more of them and that's where the company grew. See, the thing about money is it's a life skill. It's not a knowledge-based thing. You could know everything about it, but if you weren't putting it in practice and learning through making mistakes, doesn't matter how much you know. It really doesn't matter how much you know about anything unless you can apply it to something. But especially in the life skills area, it's far more important that people actually get on the court and practice. So I kind of think about it like learning how to ride a bike, right? So you can watch videos, your mom can tell you, and they can talk to you about it, and every, what's the best advice you got about riding a bike? Oh, start with training wheels. Start with training wheels. What's another one? That when one pedal goes up, the other is down. Yeah, and that you have to keep moving. So yeah. you know all that, yeah. but still, knowing all that and you got on your bike, what's yeah. the first thing that happened? You fall. You fall. So any good life skill, anything you're trying to learn how to do repeatedly, takes practice. So having real money and doing something with real money is the key to actually learning about money and understanding how to build good habits. I think that it should start with the kid or the I think parents and adults have a lot to learn about money. Uh, It's why they don't teach their kids. Um, When we surveyed parents, um, 93% of them wanted taught in school. Why do you think they would want that to be taught in school? 
because I don't know how to teach it at home. And so it's very frustrating, And uh, but it really can't be taught in school either. You can teach the knowledge part of it, but you can't really get the practice for it, right? Yeah, true. <clears throat> yeah, so we're just working to help parents figure out how to do that themselves. And in the process of learning how to talk to their kids about the money, they're learning it for themselves. Probably for the first time, those very basic principles. Mm-hmm. Because as adults, we get really bogged down in debt and bills and so many different responsibilities around our money. So we're just sort of functioning on survival. Mm-hmm. Don't go in debt. Don't go under, you know. And most parents, most adults are pretty good at that. But that's not what kids need. So when we can introduce simple concepts to parents that they can then share with their young people and build structures and habits that create a life of financial stability. So the Mulu mission is to raise the next generation of financially stable adults, right? Well, where do you get inspiration for your blog? I talk to someone, and while I'm doing it, usually or right after, I sit down and I write down everything I thought about that conversation or everything that came up. Um, I have a spreadsheet where I talk, I list, it's called pain points, right? What is the, yeah, yeah where are these people really suffering? Because people are willing to tell you. Yeah. Usually sounds like a complaint, Definitely. but it's like that's what there's, that's what's frustrating for them. And so mm-hmm. if I can relieve that frustration in any way by addressing it in the blog, that's where I go. I do a lot of research. Um, all of our material, all of our methodology and educational materials and programming are totally scientifically based in the world of understanding how kids learn, mm-hmm. <clears throat> how to structure parent conversations. We've, we've consulted with plenty of different finance people about the realities for young people in terms of, you know, when they can start doing certain things and being responsible for money at certain ages. We've pulled in a lot of educational psychologists and finance people to help us fashion conversations that are really impactful for families. What do you think is a good age to start introducing money into a kid's life? Ah, it's the first time you stood at the checkout counter and screamed at your mom that you wanted something. Oh, yeah, that's when you start. <laughs> Got it? Yeah. Because that is a conversation about money, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. Really and is. so how parents handle that conversation is pivotal. I still do that. <laughs> 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 I yell at my mom because I want something. Yeah, right? And what if your mom actually knew how to say, like, handle that in a way that really had you learn something or actually yeah. turned the responsibility over to you? Oh, like, that'd be, yeah. Like, that would be better. you taking responsibility for yeah. something. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. And isn't that what we all want? Yeah. Independence and responsibility. And, and why you're doing that at the counter most of the time is you want to understand how money works and how decisions are made. I yeah. personally want to learn more about it. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't. When is this uh, Mula U camp and how much is it? Well, we do a week-long camp and we do them every week of summer. So when everyone's out of school, you can come to camp every day for a week. It's just a day camp. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts at 8 or 9, and it runs till 3.30, and you're doing everything about starting a business. Mm-hmm. So the first day, you're really just looking at materials and what kind of products you can make and understanding who your customers are. Um, on day two, you've got your product designed, and it's all one product for one group. Mm-hmm. And you'll uh, meet with um, the shark tank. We call them the barracuda tank. So you have to actually pitch and tell your investor why you think they should loan you money so you, so you can start your business. Uh, and they'll work with you to get it refined so that 
that it's a good business idea that they're confident that you can make money with. They want you to win. And then on Wednesday, when they, when you come back in, all your supplies are there and you can start making your product and you sell it on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, we're, we're working on a, a different model for it this year. It's going to be under $500 for the week. Uh, and we'll have them in two or three locations. Most of them are going to be more central. So, mm -hmm. okay. yeah. Uh, what is the Texas State Active program that you graduated from? Oh, Texas State Activate was a women-run uh, incubator for women that wanted to start businesses or had businesses that they wanted to scale and grow. And there were 30 women in the first ever, and I was in the inaugural uh, class for that. And we met with all kinds of business development people that helped us understand how to grow our companies. Uh, interestingly enough, and I loved this about it the most, was probably the biggest thing I got out of it, is every week when we came to class, we had to stand and do a pitch, a three-minute introduction of ourselves and our program and our product, even if we didn't have a product figured out yet, you know? And so you had to, like, learn how to articulate your ideas in front of a room full of people. Very. The first few times. <laughs> By the end, I was just, you know, it was the practice that that I needed. And I think it's the practice that most people need when they're working on a new idea. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to have it all in your head, and you might even have written some of it down, but to really share it with somebody and have it be real for them is one of the most valuable skills you'll get. Because if you don't have that, then you'll be left with people going, huh, that was interesting, what next? Mm -hmm. They're just not going to care. Mm -hmm. They have to be really excited by what you're talking about. What have your struggles been in the past that impacted your career? Well, when I started this company, I didn't really think it was going to be a company. I was doing it as a hobby with my daughter just to <laughs> do an after-school club like you do a Girl Scout troop or something. And mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't find any good curriculum or anything to, to work with, so I had to make up my own, which was a little challenging because I was like most other adults and parents. I had a really under deep understanding of money from an adult standpoint, but not from how a child would think about it. Mm -hmm. And so there was a, a pretty big challenge to kind of come up with a conversation that would work to really get kids involved in money. Um, when we did in 2008, when the crash happened and our business tripled that year, that was a huge challenge. I had to hire new leaders and find new locations and put together more programs on the fly in the last minute. And, uh, but it, I built a muscle, which is I can make anything happen. And so at the end of it all, there were a lot of breakdowns along the way, but it was a beautiful experience of being able to respond to the market. Um, that probably the next big failure challenge I had was uh, learning how to grow that effort. So we'd gotten some momentum, right? We had a lot of people interested. We were featured in a Wall Street Journal article that year, and then everybody wanted to have it all over the world. And learning how to figure out how to take that program to other cities and make it available to children everywhere was really super challenging. What does success mean to you? Well, I'm a social impact entrepreneur. so. Success means that the people I'm serving have received value and are putting it to use in their lives. So having been in the business for 15 years, I see a lot of young people who are in their 20s, out of college now, who are living fantastic lives and can actually tell me that it's because of what they learned in the program. Mm -hmm. And that's success.
total success. There's nothing more important than us having an impact on other people that mm -hmm. empowers them. So I love your empowering women context because uh, without that, everyone's just scrambling to get ahead on their own and mm -hmm. no one's getting anywhere very fast. But together we can get, to get there a lot yeah. faster. And the really beautiful thing is when young people do get successful or at least financially stable and able to be great with money, you have the space to do more for others, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a pay it forward kind of thing, right? If you're doing great with money and you're out of college now and you're, you've got your money situation figured out and you're actually saving some, you may actually go start your own business because you've got some money set aside and you can take that risk and go try a business that might be a social impact business where you're helping other people. Like, what's important to you? Like, who would you help if you could? I mean, it could be pets, it could be anything, but you know there's stuff in the world that you want to make a difference with. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. Can't do that if you're struggling every day just to make a living. Yeah. Right? So if I can empower people to actually get financially stable and have the freedom to go make a difference and contribute, that's success. That's me changing the world in a positive way. Yeah. What would you like to say to the girls listening to this podcast? Well, I'm sitting in a room full of brilliant young women who have an incredible future ahead of yourselves, and, and really all young women. If we, if we lift each other up, if we continue to believe in ourselves and find strong mentors who will guide us and support us in following our dreams, I think the most important thing is to really be in touch with what's true for you. The world is going to try to form you and shape you and what are you going to do when you grow up and all of these questions that are, that try to, you know, get you solid in one thing. And what's true is you could love a million things right now and letting them all bubble up and, and feel them is what's really important. It doesn't always feel safe. It makes, you could feel a little vulnerable when you're being really honest and authentic. So band together and create the safe space so that no matter who you are and what your dreams are, you have people that can listen to you as powerful in creating a world that works for everyone. And do that for each other. Seems like you're doing that already in this <laughs> program. Well, where can we find you, Gil? My website is, is moolahu.com, and that's M-O-O-L-A-H-U.com. And if you want to find me in the world, find me with a group of kids somewhere. <laughs> that's where you'll generally find me. Well, thank you, Gail, for coming. This is All Girls Considered. Thank you for listening. I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. Thank you for the opportunity. I'm so honored. Yeah, thank you.